and direct our paths into the paths of righteousness. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let's put our hands together for Jesus as we take our seats. Amen. You're all welcome to church. I want to use this opportunity to thank the pastor, our father in the Lord, Pastor Baby Danabu, for this opportunity, and all members of the pastorate and the elders of the church. I do not take this opportunity for granted. This morning we'll be looking at the scriptures and I'll be teaching in the line of prayers of faith that move mountains. The prayers of faith that move mountains. The prayer of faith that move mountains. We'll be reading from the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 17 verse 18 to 20. Matthew chapter 17 from verse 18 to 20. If you're there, let me hear you shout hallelujah. If you're there, let me hear you shout hallelujah. Okay, if you're not there yet, you can look at the screen. It's already there. So I'll read. And Jesus rebuked the devil. Jesus rebuked the devil. And he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Jesus rebuked the devil. And that devil went out of the child. And the child was delivered that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could we not cast him out? And the disciples went to meet Jesus privately and asked, Why couldn't we cast out that devil? Verse 20. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will say to, unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. I'll read this same scripture from the Amplified Version of the Bible, just for clarity in certain parts of it. And Jesus Christ answered, O you unbelieving, wrapped wayward and rebellious. No, that's verse 17. Let me just go straight to 18. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the boy was cured instantly. Then the disciples came to Jesus and asked privately, Why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, Because of the littleness of your faith, that is your lack of firmly relying trust. For truly I say unto you, if you have faith that is living like a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to yonder place and it will move and nothing shall be impossible to you. 
nothing shall be impossible to you. In other words, no thing shall be impossible to you. As long as it's a thing, it will not be impossible. Physical things, spiritual things, anything will not be impossible to you. Let me hear you say amen. amen. These are the words of Jesus Christ. That if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed. Let me not take this out of context. I want to teach in context to the story in the scripture. I read the ending part of a very popular story. It started from the Mount of Transfiguration, where Jesus Christ and three out of the twelve were on the mountain. And there the glory of the Lord was so strong that Peter even said, can we just remain here and continue to enjoy this glory? I don't mind building three tents so that we won't leave this place. While the four of them were on the mountain enjoying the glory, something else was happening to the remaining nine at the valley. They were so engulfed in the glory that it had to take Jesus to tell them, okay, it's enough. Let us go. And on their way down, the nine in the valley encountered a man. This man has had a son. And the Bible described this fellow as one possessed with demons. This child, all his life, has been tormented and oppressed. That he was seeing himself falling into fire, even though his body cannot tolerate the heat. And sometimes, these forces push him into water, even though he can't swim. Is there anyone here that it looks as if forces are pushing you to places you don't want to be? Situations are forcing you to do things you don't want to do. The economy is so difficult that you see yourself putting your hands in things you don't want to do. This boy was forced into the fire, even though he can't tolerate the heat. This fellow was forced into water, even though he's not willing to swim. And the parents described him as a mad child. The boy was the one oppressed by the devil, but his family were the ones in the pain. How many of us are struggling and everything in our mind is our family? The father was not the one oppressed by the demon, but it was the father that was taking him here and there. Till the father got to his wit's end. He got to his last nerve. He got to his breaking point. I want to talk to somebody who has gone to his wit end. You have reached your breaking point. You have done everything that they have suggested. 
You have been there. You have been here. You have studied that course. You have done that professional exam. But the more you do, it looks as if the devil continues to push you to the places you don't want to go. The father took him to the disciples. Going to the disciples is not going to the wrong place or going to the bad place. In other words, it's possible you've been going to the right places. You've joined the right fellowship. You've met the right people. You have spoken to the right people. You shared your ideas with the right people. The father took him to the disciples. But they couldn't cast out that devil. The devil didn't go. The disciples failed. Have you done everything right but you still see yourself failing? Have you done everything right but you still see yourself a failure? The disciples did everything right. They had the passion. They wanted to heal him. God even wanted to heal him. It was in the will of God that the boy be delivered. If not, Jesus won't deliver him. But they still failed. Have you done everything right? Do you have the passion? You don't procrastinate. You're hardworking. But you still see yourself not achieving purpose. It was so bad I had no choice but he had to take the boy to Jesus. As Jesus was coming down from the mountain with the tree, they met the chaos, the problem at the valley. This demon refused to go. There are certain things that meeting man, meeting pastor, with all due respect to the pastors, meeting youth leader, meeting counselors, sending DM on Instagram to Daddy Freeze for him to cancel you. You've done all. But it gets to a time where you have no choice. The only answer is to meet Jesus. The father took the boy to Jesus. And as much as it is that you are here, Jesus is here. And whatever that challenge is, whatever that problem is, today, I charge you to take it to him. When he got to Jesus, this problem had problems. The situation had situations. Do you have situations that have situations? That that situation has another situation? That if you touch this one, it will affect this one. If you leave this one, this one will spoil. Or if you move from here, how will they feed? If you leave this one, there is no hope. It was so bad. But Jesus Christ, in his infinite mercy, from where we read, he rebuked the devil. And instantly, the devil left the boy and the boy was healed. If there's anyone here 
that has been suffering one sickness, one disease, one infirmity, or you think you're under a curse or under the manipulation of the devil. Today, the Lord is going to deliver you. Today, the Lord is going to set you free. After the healing, and everybody rejoiced and left. From where we read, the disciples came privately. Hallelujah. And the writer of the book of Matthew gave us a little gist between Jesus Christ and his disciples. And they asked him, why were we not able to cast out the devil? Is there in your Bible? W-H-Y. They questioned God. Why? I am one of the Christians that was born into the belief that you do not question God. And I know there are many of us here like that. But the disciples asked, why were we not able to? And Jesus did not rebuke them. Hey, don't question me. But he gave an answer. Today, we are going to learn from the answer Jesus gave his disciples. And what did he say to them? It's not that you didn't do things right. It's not that you didn't have the passion. It's not that you didn't have the It's not that he didn't put in effort. But I know you still failed. Just like many of us, we've put in efforts, we strategize, we've re-strategized. But now there's a time for learning the master class. And what did he say to them? Even though you believed, but you still have unbelief. Your faith was little. You were praying to see if And it was clear in the amplified version. Your faith was little. I want to quickly give an instance. I want to start rounding off. I was watching everybody when we came to church this morning. And every one of us, when we came to church, we majestically went to a seat Either the one the usher directed us to or the one the Spirit of God directed us to. And we sat down majestically without considering if this chair will fail. Is it that you've not seen chair break before? Is it that you've not seen people sit on chair and the chair fall? Why did you believe that this chair will carry you? Why did you first put your hand? There was balance the seat to see if it's standing well before you sat down. You had unwavering faith in this chair that it will carry you. This chair that was made by man, bought by man. But when it comes to matters that have to do with God and your destiny, you do not have that kind of unwavering faith. He said, if you have Faith, not as big, 
but as small as a mustard seed. The mustard seed is one of the smallest seeds, if not the smallest seeds in agricultural science that you can see with your naked eyes. I, had, I was able to download three images of what the mustard seed looks like. I'll be glad if they can kindly help us display it. If your faith can be as small as this seed, you can move the mountain that is as big as whatever is in front of you. That was what Jesus Christ said. You can see how tiny it is. That if you put it in your palm, it can actually slip out if you fold your fist. But this same mustard seed, if it's put into the ground and the glory falls upon the seed, just one seed can produce a tree that is almost as big as this building. And that tree will produce more seeds that can fill fields and occupy forests that no mountain can be as big as. I didn't put the image of mountain because everybody faces a different mountain. And if you look back a few years ago, you will see that the mountains that you had that time, if you look at them now, they are, were rather stepping stones. So that mountain you are facing now, Jesus Christ told the disciples, they were speaking about casting out demons. But remember, he just came down from the mountain. And he turned and told them, if you can speak to this mountain, move. Let me hear you say move. That mountain was right in front of them. What is right in front of you? What is that challenge right in front of you? What is that confusion right in front of you? What is that sickness right in front of you? What is destroying your relationship? What is scattering your marriage? What is destroying your business? What is it that is making your life miserable? What keeps you up at night by 2 a.m. thinking and crying sometimes? What is that mountain in front of you? Jesus said with the faith as little as a mustard seed, a grain of mustard seed, you can speak to that mountain. Move, and that mountain will move. Whatever it is, definitely Jesus Christ was not talking about literal mountains because the challenge was not a physical mountain. It was a disobedient demon. What are those disobedient situations that you've prayed about, fasted about, believed God about, consulted your prayer partner about, dropped prayer points every December, and the next December is there again. What is that stubborn demon? Jesus Christ said with the faith as big as a mustard seed. I don't want to say small. With the faith as big as a mustard seed. You can speak to any and every mountain. Move and the mountain will move. Today we are going to speak to mountains. 
and they will move. Have it in mind that the mountain does not have the capacity to grow. The mountain is the mountain, but your seed, when the glory comes upon your seed, it's unlimited. That your testimony can begat other testimonies. Your challenges can challenge other people to challenge other people to challenge other people that demons will start running away at your appearing. And if there's anybody here today that you feel that God is talking to your situation, today is the last day of your torment in the name of Jesus. Today is the last day of that pain in the name of Jesus. Today is the last day of that mountain in the name of Jesus. In the next three minutes, I want to see if I can quickly give two illustrations. It is not about the size. It's about the glory. It's not about the seed. If that seed does not touch the ground. It's not about having the faith. But having the faith for the now. I gave instance of the chair. You didn't think about the chair at home. Many of us didn't think about where we are going to sit when we get to church. But immediately you got to church, you knew the chair we carry, you sat on it. That is the faith that was described in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. The now faith. That is the substance. That is the mustard seed. It didn't say now, comma, faith is. No. It said now faith. One phrase. Now faith is the substance. Now faith is the substance. Not just faith, but the faith for now. That is the mustard seed. And I want to encourage every one of us when we start praying. That you pray with the now faith. That that mustard seed, when the glory comes upon it, you will not be like the Israelites in the book of Numbers. That said... Um, we went to spy the land and we saw giants there. And uh, see, oh, those giants were so big that in our eyes we saw ourselves as grasshoppers. And in their eyes we were actually grasshoppers. Even the grasshopper is bigger than the mustard seed. Have it in mind that as I am here speaking grammar, holding microphone and demonstrating, I can see you. I can see the carpet. I can see my elders and pastors. I can see the camera. I can see the choir. But do you know that I cannot see myself? Have you wondered? I can't see myself. Even though I can see every one of you and everything in the church, the clock, the timer, everybody. And Brian's at the back isn't starting to monitor my timing. I can't see myself. The only way I know how I look like is by the imaginations in my head that the images of myself I have seen through mirrors or reflection from glasses 
That's what gives me the imagination of who I am in my head. The same thing applies to your mustard seed faith. It depends on how you look at it. Even though you can see the mountain, you don't know how big your seed is when the glory falls on it. That tiny mustard seed faith can move any mountain. No matter how old, no matter how tall, no matter how strong. Just the same way in the book of John, chapter 4, from verse 1 to 14. No, John chapter 6, sorry. John chapter 6 from verse 1 to 14. When Jesus Christ commanded the glory upon the five loaves of bread and few fishes, that tiny seed fed 5,000 men minus women and children. So let's approximate 20,000 people. And we still had 12 baskets remaining. It depends on the glory. Today we are going to sing, we are going to cry, and we are going to command mountains to move. And whatever that mountain is, if, it is, if the mountain is your financial challenges, the Lord will give you the kind of breakthrough that when you start sharing your testimony, it will be difficult for man to believe. Jesus Christ delivered a guy who was oppressed by demons and gave us examples using an inanimate object, a mountain. Mountains can make you mad. Problems can give you some kind of mental and emotional instability. You start seeing yourself having some kind of year year malfunctions of the mind and your emotions. Like I said earlier, you start having sleep disorder. That's a mountain. You start having depression. That's a mountain. Before you know it, you start having suicidal thoughts. The mountain causes it. Before you know it, you start having post-traumatic stress disorder. A mountain. Before you know it, before you start a relationship, the relationship don't spoil. That's a mountain. Oh, you're enjoying your marriage, biting your fingers every day to say, I know, I for no open mouth. That's a mountain. Or is it the children that have a pain in the ass right now? That's a mountain. Or your career, you're putting all the effort, but you don't get the necessary promotion or recognition. That's a mountain. Whatever it is that shuts your sight from tomorrow, shuts your mouth from speaking, shuts your mind from functioning properly, shuts you down and denies you sleep. That's a mountain. This morning we are going to rise on our feet and we are going to pray. We are going to ask the power of God to come down in our midst this morning. And we are going to speak to that mountain. And we are going to say, mountain, move. Let me hear you say move. Rise on your feet as we begin to pray. That mountain in front of you. That mountain in front of you. That 
that very mountain facing you right now, you've got the faith of a mustard seed. Jesus Christ, speak to the mountain. I want to hear you speak to that mountain this morning. Open your mouth and speak to that mountain. Open your mouth and speak to that mountain. Open your mouth and speak to that mountain. Open your mouth and speak to that mountain.